this is Tim Zhu. I'm Sky Nicholson. It's me, Anderson Silva. This is Jeff Phoenix. This is Showtime, Sean Porter. Hi, this is Eddie Hearn. G'day, this is Jason Maloney. Hey, I'm Nikita Zhu. This is Sean Connor. This is Liam Pyro. On the Punch Podcast. Actually, that last guy you're going to hear a lot more of today, by the way. Welcome to it, episode 47, the Punch Podcast with Jabin. It starts for you now. Yep, Liam Pyro joins me today. He is gearing up for one hell of a fight. He has got it officially locked in. The pen's been put to paper, and he will turn up June 17, New Orleans, to take on Regis Progray for the Super Lightweight Championship of the World. He's been hanging around those top spots for some time now, and Eddie Hearn has given him his ticket to get the green strap and bring it back to Australia, and we cannot wait. He is a, uh, a good chat, always fun on the Punch podcast. He's been on before, just previously before he uh, took on Brock Jarvis in Matchroom's first ever show down under which as we know ended in devastating fashion and very much could happen again when he takes to New Orleans to centre ring and it's not too far away so uh, lucky he stays fit and ready he's had quite the ups and downs with uh, opponents and signings and people pulling out whatever we'll get to all of it but let's just fire up the punch podcast bring him in and welcome him back Mr. Liam Paro look at this thanks mate thanks for having me it's um exciting times ahead I see you're driving. I know that um, after your next fight, you'll probably have people to do that for you. You just sit in the back and and just... <laughs> That's it. Hopefully in a Maybach or something, eh? Nah. <laughs> How's everything been going? You obviously got the call, as we know. We're going to be fighting uh, Regis Progray, New Orleans, June 17, 18 Australian time. There's a few little things fell over for the last couple of months I'd say and then you got a world title call how'd that all play out yeah so it's exciting like this kind of popped up out of nowhere with the WBC title but we took it with both hands you know as you said Barboza we had that pretty much nearly across the line which all we had to do was uh sign the dotted line and that didn't happen but yeah I don't know he's got his reasons so be it we then aimed for um Jose Ramirez and that didn't even get really anywhere we we had the inside um, we got told from inside um, people that he wasn't going to take the fight. You know, he was probably going to price himself out. And then uh, Progress signed with Matchroom. And that day he signed, Eddie offered him the fight with me. And, yeah, so we, we, we're on there for the for the green strap. And I couldn't be happier. You know, I'm fit. I'm, I'm ready. It's 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 good. I, I feel this camp's going to be better. You know, I'm not waiting around. Like, usually with the, uh, yeah, the longer time that you know, it feels like it drags on a bit. But it's quick. It's fast and it will come here super quick so um yeah i can't wait to just hopefully shock the world you know yeah well hey you seem to be keeping doing it what are we at now 23 and 0 so 24 and 0 with a with a big yeah. green belt because it will be the wbc oh, super man. lightweight world title <laughs> and um it excites me just the thought of it and you know, i picture it already on my shoulder coming back to australia yeah man, i just got to find a nice place on the wall to put it you know <laughs> i love it well the funny thing is it's obviously like you just said signed a match room eddie's just signed up regis progray and uh give him his first title defense in a hometown show in new orleans and then he's psyched him up he's yep. got him already i'm your guy i'm eddie Han, your team matchroom and then puts yep. him against you why would they do that yeah. look it's um it's good uh, eddie knows we've been looking for that title we've been sitting in the top top two for the last three years so he knows we're eager for it. he knows we're ready and man what better way you know it's good that matchroom's now signing a lot of 140 pounders because before that it was a lot of just top rank and yeah, there was no fights happening, you know. Now that I feel like Eddie's going to take over that, like, well, Matchroom's going to take over that division with all the fighters and, man, and make all the fights happen, you know what I mean? That's, that's what it's all about, the best fighting the best. We've seen it, and it's put it on the line, you know. It's um, it's what it's all about. It's the ultimate test, and there's no better way to, to test myself than, I believe, against the top guy in the division at the moment in progress, so... 
And as you said, the 140 division is like also just lighting up. You're going to have a few guys jump up from 135. I would imagine that Devin Haney's last fight is with Lomachenko at 135 because I've seen yep. him try and squeeze into that a few times. And <laughs> I was at yeah, the weigh-in yeah. at Rod Laver with the Cambosis fight and he looked ill. That's how how far he has to come yeah, down. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's a big boy. You know, I've done a lot of sparring with, with Haney. He's... Um... He'd be a good size 140. You know, 135, it's, yeah, you know, he's, I think he does struggle to do it. And, yeah, but that's all it, man. Like, saying that, like you said, all these 135 guys coming up. I know uh, Ryan Garcia is definitely coming up now. Mm-hmm. Haney, like you said. So, man, what better way to, you know, go willing and get that green belt and then super fights, man. It's, I, I feel like 140 pounds is going to be the division. It's already very strong. But then, then these big names come up, man. It's going to be, I think, the strongest division in boxing pretty much. It's also one of those divisions that's not quite unified. So every belt's got its own champion, and then there's chances for big exactly. so fights. Yeah, that's the massive part. fights to be made. That's the best part about it. You know, it's um everyone's that's all separate belts. That's it. So man, it's huge fights to be made in it, which makes it exciting. You know, there's it's like you said, it's very open, which is which is unreal. And there's a lot of talent in the in the division, man. It's um it's a stacked division. So it's to hopefully rule that division would would mean the world, and that's I'm going to give everything I've got to make that happen. There's probably part of you that was a little bit disappointed when the uh, Robbie Davis Jr. fight fell over with your face fracture. Do you think maybe yeah, there's, yeah. there's a little, like you say, you said before, God willing, maybe that's the same guy helping you out to get this shot? Man, I was just going to say that God has a plan, you know, and um, this is this is it for me. This is my plan, you know. it's uh, Everything happens for a reason. I, I truly believe in that, and the Robbie Davis Jr. fight, we've seen his fight, he had that injury, and... I had an injury that I didn't even know about. You know, I was training my whole camp. I don't know. Still, I can't put a uh, finger on it for, for the time that it um it happened. So it, it popped up, and it is what it is. And yeah, now the bigger doors have opened right up. And what better way, man? Like the for for what we've been waiting for for so long. What I've worked for since a twelve year old kid. You know, so it's um it's super exciting. Yeah. Run me through someone like yourself who has had. 23 professional fights you're at the top of your game you didn't really think as you said that a world title was going to be this next fight it was a surprise and then your phone rings and you hear it how does that call happen oh man it was um i kind of in a way i i didn't believe it until it was signed and sealed i didn't believe it because it helped, like the drama we had before you know with the with barboza pulling out and the back and forth ramirez camp it was um Kind of surreal until uh, until the contract was there and it was signed. Then I was like, shit, man, it's real. This is it. This is what I've been training for my whole life. And it happened perfectly. Now we're in good shape. I'm about to go. I'm on my way to the gym spot 12 rounds now. So six weeks out, about five and a half, sparring 12 rounds. It's man, I'm in good shape and my weight's everything too good. So people's had to short short prep. But we always stay ready. I'm always fit. So um, for me, it's yeah, it's good. I just, I can't wait, man. I'm so excited. It's uh, It still hasn't properly sunk in, but I know it will shortly. Well, it's awesome. And uh, how does the mind go when you know it's uh, you're training for a world title fight? I guess it's a sense of the old try and keep business as usual, but surely you're just like this next one's a little different. Yeah, oh, I know it is. I, I know it is for sure. But man, I I always perform under pressure. I don't let it get to me too much. So for me, it is another fight. I'm taking it exactly the same. I train 110 percent for every fight. Every fight for me is a world title fight because I knew if I come up short. I, It'd be just it'd crush my dreams for another few years, you know. So every fight I took serious as a world title fight, and yeah, now it's um it's a real thing. It's like I said, I'm not trying to think about it too much. Don't want to add that extra pressure, you know. I feel that pressure's on him. It's still in his hometown. It's in front of his people. It's his homecoming. He's the champion. So I've got nothing to lose, man. I'm just going there to um give him a hell of a fight, and like I said, God willing, get that belt and my hand raised at the end of it. So yeah, well, you obviously your opponent Regis Pro Gray is one hell of a fighter. 
How much have you been watching yeah. him? What have you been? Have you seen him from afar for a while? Did you think he might be a fighter that your paths would meet, or is this uh, is this a bit of a new one for you? I always looked at all the champions and all the top guys, and like I said, I believe Progress is the number one guy in that division at the moment. So always looking at him, but because we're going through the WBO route at the time, um, I knew it would have been it would have happened. But my eyes were on the WBO champion and, and that belt and screwing it that way. But now it's a foot in the door through the WBC, so that's it now. Now he's the he's the guy that I want. So it's it's super exciting, man. And I've said it before, like what better way to make a statement in the in the 140 pound division by taking out the uh, the top guy and southpaw v southpaw look at this yeah exactly um i re- i enjoy fighting southpaws that's the thing man I, I really do enjoy it so he obviously does too his last three fights or something have been uh two three fights have been all against southpaws so he obviously loves fighting southpaws but i do too so i think it's going to be a good fight i think it really is what's it look like from here on to fight night i guess you're obviously you're driving from the gc to uh brizzy now for sparring like you said and then I'm assuming yep. there's a trip over to America pretty soon. Yeah, so I fly out Sunday to uh, finish camp there in um, Vegas, where I've done my last camps with Steve Rollins. So I'm excited to get over there and we'll just hit the ground running, you know, like we always do. And we've got good sparring lined up. And yeah, man, so it's just super exciting times. And this this is what it's all about. You know, it's, it's finally here. I've waited a long time for this. I've been pushed back a bit, this and that. And yeah, a lot of speed bumps have come in my way and I've overcome it. I'm still here and it's it's all worth it now, you know, that I've stuck around and, yeah, kept that tunnel vision because now it's I believe it's about to pay off. Have you been to New Orleans before? Because, I mean, Bourbon Street can be quite the place. No, I've never <laughs> been there, but I've heard all about it. So It's a loose place. A great so place I'll, to I'll go. To, hopefully I get the job done and I'll have to suss it out there as a champ. I couldn't imagine you walking through Bourbon Street, which is like the loosest place on planet Earth, with the green belt. Yeah, Just, right. guys, the champ is here. Yeah, that's the, old, that's the plan. That's, that's the plan. <laughs> Hopefully Saturday night we can make that happen. Did you have any downtime after, I guess, uh, between, I guess, the Davis fight falling over and everything else? I know you've been in the country for quite a while now, which is, to be honest, a little bit odd for you. You've probably spent the most time here and you have in a while. Yeah, it's been – I just thought, you know, like, downtime for me, I'm always still training. I'm keeping fit. I've got to keep moving. That's just the way I am. I can't sit still. So I run. I'm doing strength work. I'm, I'm maintaining. So, for example, which is perfect, and it's – it's a good example to always stay ready because now um, fights come up on what people call short notice. It's um, it's good. I had a bit of downtime after, like a week or two after the it all happened. Um, I flew back over here and now yeah, I spent a lot of time up with my family. So, yeah, it's been good. Hey, obviously, we have spoken previously about, I guess, your 140 division. Tia Fimo, obviously, in there now. He's Josh Taylor's yep. coming up. How, how do you see that one playing out? I was just seeing a photo of Josh Taylor. Today actually popped up on my feed and man, he's looking in good shape. And I, I feel Josh Taylor, I was always said Josh Taylor will win and I believe he will. So yeah, it'd be good to see what happens with him. There's talks that he's going to go up after this fight to 147. He's a pretty big 140 pounder. So we'll have to wait and see, but I'll be back in Josh Taylor to get it done for sure. Do you think he healed tonight to his blue in the face? But Tia's been a little bit different since George handed it to him. Do you think of defeat like that sort of somewhat breaks a man a little bit uh i do think so like i've seen a few of his fights here at, um at 140 and i believe i thought sandal martin beat him in that last fight the Spaniards. so i actually yeah i definitely thought he lost that fight but look man i think this is a big fight though and mm. it's um 
he knows if he wins this fight, he's back in the driver's seat. So I know he's not going to leave any stone unturned. He's going to come in 110% to uh to get right back where he where he was, you know, before the before the defeat. So you know, I'm interested, and I'll definitely be tuning in to watch the fight because whoever the winner is could be a potential opponent, you know. But I've got my mind on my job, but um I do believe losses like that, yeah, just it just depends how you handle it, man. It all comes back to how you handle things and uh, how strong your mind is, you know, because yeah, if you're a bit weak minded, it's going to really affect you. Speaking of big losses, have you uh, heard from Brock Jarvis lately? after Brisbane or is, have, you, have you spoke to him since? No, I, I sent him a message of oh, well wishes after the fight. You know, it's business. You know, there's no hate there. Yeah. Um, but I wish him well in whatever he's doing now. I've heard he's going to go up to uh, middleweight, which, look, it's up to him, man. If wherever he wants to go, good on him. I'll, I'll back him now. You know, our business is done and sorted. It's done and dusted there. So any Aussie I'm going to get behind, you know, part of you in my division and your competition, then maybe not. But I wish him well and, uh, yeah. I hope he does good. So judging off those who you're backing, we're ruling out Spark as backing. <laughs> I said I said though only if there's competition, so oh. <laughs> so, yeah. Shots fired from Paro. Nah, I mean, <laughs> nah, I wish him well, you know. It's good to see Aussie's doing good. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, look, there's plenty of them doing it, and you're going to be one of the next world champions that this uh, country has. We've obviously got the bloody uh, Maloney boys about to do some stuff as well, and then it's your turn. And look, we've got to, we're, in a, we're in a good position to have a lot of world title belts if all the cards fall the way that they should. Now, I seen a post the other day. I think is what we could have 10 active world champions if we all get the job done. So that's fucking unbelievable. It's huge. It's massive for Australia. It just shows where we're at now with boxing. You know, we always got looked over, looked upon. Now, I mean, if all comes good, God willing, we all become champions. I mean, we've nearly got every division sort of uh, covered, you know. So it's really good, and it shows how much Australian boxing is booming and how far it's growing. Do you watch much boxing in your training schedule when it allows, or do you, are you just focus on um, yourself, or what's happening? I watch other things, like I watch people I know or big fights. I watch Canelo on the weekend, but other than that, I because my life is pretty much boxing. When I'm on my downtime, I just like to kick back and. Mm. You know, just, just relax. Just shut my mind off from it, you know, because it can really um, take up a lot of your, a lot of your mental state, a lot of your brain. It, it sucks you a bit. So um, I watch big fights and obviously other people I know. But other than that, I don't go out and watch much, no. Well, we look forward to seeing you raise that belt even more yeah, so looking plan, forward man. to seeing God willing, God willing. <laughs> even more so seeing you unify them after that, which will be great. Maybe a home soil defence. Yeah, that's that's the plan. I want to bring one. I want to bring the big fights to Australia. George done it with Haney. Uh, Horn done it with Pacquiao. I want to do it with whoever it is. You know, I want to bring big fights here. Like I said, Australian boxing is growing, so why not bring the big fights here and make it a first-year sport in the country? Well, Regis Progray is your first step in that. How do you see this fight and him? It's going to be a hard fight. I'm ready for a 12-round war. I'm sure he is, so... It's going to be the best man's going to win. Walk away as champ. It will be you. We know that one. But uh, look, appreciate you stopping by. Good luck. Uh, June 17 is uh, the US time, but obviously June 18 in Australia. Yep. So um, get around Liam Paro. Get around our next world champ. And um, congrats on obviously the 23 and 0 that got you into that position and all the hard work and, and trips overseas and missing your friends and family and the amount of times looking yep. through a little headgear at some stranger yep. just trying to punch your face in. Inspiring. Yeah, exactly right. Missed well, out on a lot, but I've, I believe it's truly all going to be worth it after June 17th, you know? So, yeah. Good stuff. Well, uh, thanks again for stopping by and we'll talk to you soon. Uh, all the best.
Thanks for having me. See you, mate. All right, brother. Thanks again. There he goes. Liam Paro, always a favourite here on the Punch Podcast. Always a great chat and good to see another Aussie getting themselves into a spot for another world title, as he said in this chat. Could you imagine 10 Aussies with straps in this game at the moment? That is phenomenal, and it just shows how great the sport is and how much potential and how much talent is already here in the country as well. So uh, well done to Liam Paro. We look forward to seeing him getting 24-0 with a world title. That'd be great. The WBC belt could be his in like six weeks from now you can catch it on DAZN, d-a-z-n grab the app and also you'll find it on your smart tv or if you're in new orleans you want a bit of a holiday go watch him live he is a hell of a fighter if you haven't caught much tape of him jump on youtube and go and watch it and if you have you know how good he is and uh, how far he can go and i have no doubt he's going to be victorious in six weeks from now so uh, a big thanks to liam paro for stopping by the punch podcast today that is me done dusted out of here i'll see you next time